Thank you for having us in your ears, in the car, the train, at home. And for the next 45 minutes, we're just going to try and see if we can cheer you up because there's not much cheer going around the whole country at the moment. Victoria's in lockdown. your new intro. That's very good. You've been working on that, haven't you? I was thinking about in the car, yes. Yeah, it's oh, I was good. just thinking it is a bit miserable at the time. And we, for the next 45 minutes, a lot of people enjoy the show yeah. more and more each week. We can just have some fun. Oh, is the whole can. country in lockdown now? Uh, not just Queensland. about. Not, not Queensland. Queensland. Not Queensland. But let's unpack a few things first time um, to give the listeners some um, some laughter. Yep. Now, it is lockdown, Matthew, isn't it? Yeah. So during the week, we've received a message from Hum saying, I have to be out by a certain time because I have a meeting. As an appointment. At an appointment, appointment at 11, 11 o'clock. Now, now, we're in lockdown, mate. What could you possibly be doing? Yeah, we would need to be in here earlier for there, you. There's a number of things. There's in your yeah, peach t-shirt. Still go to the doctor. You still go to the doctor. Okay. You still go well, let's the, unpack. What are you doing? I'm not, it it sounds to, a bit strange. I don't need to disclose my personal appointments. Well, I think you I do. have an appointment. It may be medical. It may be the tax man. It may be a job interview. Who knows? But well, I do have to interview. be out of here at ten o'clock. It's not. So I can, uh, you've been worried about the follicles. It's not. Yeah, yeah, is it? No, no. If it's it not is a job interview, do you have to take? Your previous HR record? <laughs> I have a spotless HR record. I mean, there's a couple of blips, let's be honest. But like, the a, Gary like, Lyon one. like a credit rating, it just over time it, it, it disintegrates. You get it back. Yeah, you get it back. Yeah. So look, my HR record of the last 12 months has been spotless. If so you, where, where are you going? What are you doing? I've just got an appointment, Brownie. That's, that's all I need, not gonna need to touch on. Oh, that's no good, is it? We'll find out. Yeah, we will find out. We'll find out. out in the next few weeks. What if it's like I'm, if it's a real personal appointment? Well, you don't have to tell well, we're in lockdown. Exactly. Yeah, no, I've just got an appointment, but so good luck with your personal Which means I do need to get out of here in an hour, which means right. we've got 60 minutes to get through, and we have got a big, big show. Now, gentlemen, we're back in lockdown. Now, last week, Richo, you took us through, um, you know, you, you did some cooking, you, did, yep. you went through a number of activities. You've strayed a little bit this lockdown. We've well, only been in lockdown a couple of days, and you've already infringed. I have. I did, yeah. Well, it was Friday afternoon. Richmond, Brisbane were coming up on Friday night. And you know how they put up all the uh, the ex, you know, past Richmond Brisbane games yeah. that afternoon. Yes, no, I, I did because you texted me about them. I just started uh, watching lads and just started to <laughs> dominate is, in every game. This is very out of character for you. So for those <laughs> that are listening on the screen, we've got Richo on his Instagram story. He's recorded how many goals did you kick this game? What every game? There was four or five games on. I think back to back, weren't they? Just seemed to be dominating in all of them. Leper got a bath now, here. Now look at Leper. So you've gone Leopard having and a that's there. front and centre, just perfect. Now, you have destroyed Leopard there. I'll, I'll, I'll give that to you. <laughs> is there, though, it's funny how the world turns around because Leopard is just becoming very, very prominent on the Channel yeah. 7 coverage. Are you just a little bit scared that there he's going to get one back up I on you? I have noticed Leopard's appearing every Thursday night on Channel 7. Yeah. <laughs> and I have noticed he's a lot better at special comments than I am. I was watching the same game, so Brisbane Richmond the other night. Oh, so we're doing we're doing Triple M. So he texts me and so I got them to put it on in the studio in Triple M and Dars is trying to host and ask me a question and I'm actually watching myself. Oh, I wasn't even <laughs> I wasn't even watching. But then that game came on and I kicked the winner against Brisbane up there. Oh, that, was, that was the game these blokes think I deliberately fumbled a ball did. so I didn't have to handball it. So it's I could the only kick player a goal. in the history of the game, Hum, to you were playing well. So you're in that good a form 
He saw Andrew Cracker there. All he had to do was pick it up and give a handball straight near Andrew Cracker. Andrew Cracker would have kicked the winning goal. Brownie knew that if he fumbled it for a split second, Cracker would have got out of position. <laughs> and then he picked it up and snapped the goal himself. The only man to deliberately fumble do in the game. Do you think that I would ever have the ability to hum, to specifically fumble yes, to not give it uh, to absolutely. somebody? There's not enough time in an AFL game right? to do Here's that. your opportunity now after nearly 20 years to admit you fumbled that ball. Intentionally. Yes or no? I'm sorry, Crack. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the vision Kick of the that, actually. Hey, you know what I've, I've figured? I've got a theory. Because uh, in lockdown, you, you don't have a lot to do. You, you cook and you eat. Yeah. I'm going to say this. This is a sweeping statement. Yeah. But I'll, you can take this to the bank. Any single food is better when put in a jaffle. I, I would nearly Except agree with that. a very nice steak because that's hard to improve. Yeah, well, you can't put I fill it in a yeah. jaffle. But you're talking about slow-cooked meats and meats, stuff like that. Bolognese, yeah. chicken, yeah. Uh, pork, anything. Yeah. Any single food when put in a jaffle with, is better. With a slice of cheese. With a slice of cheese and holy water, which I agree. is extra hot peri Yeah, I agree. I often don't agree with your sweeping <laughs> statements, with, but I'm happy with it that It is one. just magnificent. You know who had the jaffle maker out the other day and I saw her on Twitter? Swanee had it out. Did he? Look good too. Well, I bought one of those ones from Kmart, the, the, the Breville the seal. One. The only yeah. problem is the only bread that fits in it is, a, is tip top. Yeah, all the other slices that, are too big and then it, you don't it want, and squishes it you down. You don't want sort of fancy bread. Oh, you just want nah, white you bread. need your basic white yeah. bread. Now, a good sourdough in the sandwich press, but I'm telling you, you don't need a sandwich press. The pan is the is the best way to do it. Have you do had Nutella in, in it yet? Load nah. it up with Nutella for a dessert. Really? Bowl. Really? Yeah. Yeah, don't mind that. Okay. Mm, just oozes out. Yeah. I'm going to get real creative with Jaffles. I feel like it's a good place to play in. It's, yeah. it's relatively good expensive. <laughs> and I could have some fun. Hey, um... Before or during lockdown, how good was this bloke, Sam Walsh? Oh, last Sunday during the game, I just thought to myself uh, when he got another 39 touches, Sam Walsh, on the weekend, I think it was his 57th game, Brownie. It's hard to remember a guy who's played as well in his first 57 games since Sam Walsh. Oh, like Chris Judd was obviously good. Yeah. Joel Selwood comes to mind. But what he's in doing our is, time, it's just not 39 disposals. It's really influencing it's the game. Running. So kick the big goal um, a couple of weeks ago from the boundary line um, when he got back up and kicked the snap again on the weekend. I think it was Brayshaw calling it, and he called it really well. But kick the goal out of the pack. And I think Brayshaw said, there's nothing this young man can't do. Um, so two weeks in a row, he's yeah. got big numbers, but he's also kicked big goals as well. Stuff. Yeah. I guess you can do it. And then you get the old timers who call in and say, well, what about John Coleman? Yeah, we get all that. But in this last sort of AFL era, I yep. can't think of anyone else. Now, about the top four and the eight, because things just changed week to week. We'd, we'd, we'd taken Richmond off. They were fantastic last week. I'll put my hand up. They were magnificent. Can they sneak in? Yeah. Melbourne. Port Adelaide have got a massive opportunity now, and they've been. Pretty ordinary against the better sides most of the year, but now they've got a massive Richmond opportunity. Slip out of the top four. Well, they have because they're yeah. a game outside at the moment. Port Adelaide are in there. Obviously, if they finish fourth, they're probably not going to get a home final the way everything's yeah. sorting out at the moment in Adelaide with how they uh, are at the moment with not allowing people in. But all of a sudden, Port Adelaide, if they can sneak a double yeah. chance, they have to be in the conversation, but I still think they're a little bit off the best three. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree they're the best three teams, the top three at the moment. Sydney Sydney are coming really hard. I yep. like what they're doing, but I looked at the bottom end of the eight. I think West Coast are safe now with that win on the weekend. You look at their draw. I think West Coast get to 12 wins. I actually have a Richmond and Essendon both on 11 wins, Ooh. and it will come down to percentage. And at the moment, Essendon are 2% better than Richmond, so it's going to be really tight for that last spot. 
Richmond have got a pretty good run home. They've got Fremantle, North Melbourne, GWS and Hawthorne. They could win all of those. All yeah. four winnable games. And that games. would get them to 12. Being Nankervis back. Obviously, yeah. the Bombers, they've got a massive couple of weeks coming up with the Giants and Sydney and the Bulldogs. So, they've got a bit of a tougher run. But I, I think, think Fremantle are done after their Fremantle performance on the weekend. Um, they've got... And Carlton also, can get to 11 as well. They can, but are they playing well enough? Isn't I mean, there's enough, still only right? won seven games at the moment, so I think it's out of Essendon and Richmond at the moment. St Kilda gave up a big one against yeah. uh, Port Adelaide on the weekend. I thought they were playing good enough to win that game, but again, their goal kicking hurt them early. Yeah. They probably should have been three or four goals up. Yeah, so I think I think eighth spot is Richmond just ahead of Essendon at the moment. Hey, back to Sam Walsh because I did. Oh, you missed miss out this something little part. Here, didn't you? <laughs> Did you guys see Sam Walsh heat map from the weekend? I did. <laughs> Have a look at this. Now, on the screen, it's Sam Walsh's heat map. Now, let's just call it's, a spade a spade. I thought that was a joke, but it it's looks, serious, isn't it's it? It's his actual heat map. Is it his actual heat map? That's his actual or legitimate heat map. That Not that he's 100% his heat map. And so for those that don't know, it's in the middle of the ground and it resembles very close to uh, your meat and two veg. It does. <laughs> but, well, it, it is a meat and two But thing. what it actually reminded me of, so what I went and did, I went and got Brownie's heat map from his last game. If we just have a look at the screen. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's <laughs> On the good. screen, we've got Brownie's heat map, and it is a much, he did much, much smaller <laughs> and meat that, and two veg. And that would have been his heat map. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That's the best thing you've ever That's done. That was oh, good. I actually can't. Tommy Vidalia came up. Oh, Tommy, did he? Good on you, Tom. Well done, Tommy. <laughs> hey, a big, big change of tact here, actually. Now, this is normally our show. We are fun. We like looking at the lighter side of the game. But there's one thing that we absolutely must discuss, and it's a change of tact this show. Matt Parker, a Richmond player, yeah. he was uh, subjected to some absolute vile, yeah, we, vile racism. Yeah, just racial vilification. It's gone mad, these trolls online, and Brad Hill's been subjected to it recently. And I think the AFL community, and I think they are, everyone's got to come together as one and stamp this out. It's an absolute disgrace what's happening to these guys online, and it's about time it stops. So what, what do you do? I mean, have a look at that there. That's just yep. absolutely disgraceful. Yep. These people, if, if you can find out who they are, they should never be allowed to attend another game again. The social media, you know, they need to be accountable for this from the from the the Twitters and the Instagrams and yep. to have them banned from there as well. It's just not good enough. And I think people are over it, to be honest. They are. And the way you do it is keep calling out. It should go on some um, sort of employment record somehow. Yeah. So yeah. when anybody goes for a job or look at they go, oh, this guy did this yeah. two years ago. But Maybe he's changed, but, you know, are you going to give that guy a job knowing yeah. that that's the sort of person he is? They're cowards because they're normally faceless. Well, they are. And you know what they should do? It's not hard to f- work out. If the police got involved, they could yeah. work out who actually d- – who is behind this, yeah. this faceless account and arrest them yeah. and completely destroy their lives because you are if you're doing it you're a miserable miserable sack of shit and just because your life sucks don't bring your hate yeah. and and bring down well, like this there and is call no, it out. there call is call it out call it out if your time. mate's doing it if your mum your dad anyone's doing it call out and stamp it out it is disgusting it is uh, how we're still having this discussion at, 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 in 2021 is yeah. is remarkable. So, anyway, we move on to a, a great segment. Again, another Tommy Medallia special. I, I can't claim this one. Extra, extra read all about it. Now, we have had – we're changing tack because the last two weeks we've just had – Just start, the Sunday <laughs> footy show. Just the Sunday footy show. still couldn't get it. <laughs> still couldn't get it. So, we're going to kick things off with the first one. Tell you what, the ratings are flying on no, Sunday well, Oh, off the chart. Should we scrap the buy? Question mark. While we can play games, we should play them, even if we play the grand final a week earlier. 
Now, this one's not great because we know what they're talking about. So Matthew I guess- Lloyd. I'll say Jared Waitley. Matthew Lloyd was correct on the Sunday footy well, show. It's all Brownie's show. <laughs> we're going back to the Sunday footy but show. I normally, again, ha- I'm normally got the girls down at the playground oh. on Sunday footy shows. On how am I going to know? Uh, how do you say Mitch? G- how do you say his surname? Mitch Georgiades. Mitch Georgiades is the favourite for the rising star in my view. Kane Corns. <laughs> I'm going to bat. Tommy Darley needs a. Well, it's up. obviously Kane. Yeah, this is, he's just gone to the footy show again. <laughs> right, Does he no. watch any other media? I don't. I don't get it. And the idea was meant to be: it was what are they talking about? He's yeah. got well, he gets a little bit of everything. He gets some yeah. serious footy chat. He gets no. some good humour. But get he's a only, couple of jokes. He's got to watch a couple of other. And you know shows. the worst part? Says our uh, who works in in the, in the control room sent through some magnificent ones. You guys that would don't have made do a lot more a sense. show on a Sunday morning anymore. Channel Seven. No, but some of the radio shows and that they get quoted online. Yeah, and they put they, they put like I don't think Tommy Medelli is a radio man. It's I think nah, he's a visual. You know what? Writer. Next says was so much better. Well, We're just going to get her to do them. Says can do three next week. Yeah, right. uh, we've still got more. Uh, just a note to anyone playing Carlton in the in the couple of weeks, maybe pay a little bit of attention to this kid because he can play. All right. Well, it's going to be the Sunday footy show, so I'm going to say... Well, who's he talking about first? Well, it's Sam Walsh. Yep. Right? And I'm going to say that was Kane Corns again. Oh, I can't remember that being said. I don't know. I'm going to go with David King. You are, you're closer. It was not on the Sunday footy show. It was Heath Shaw from the Heater and Daisy show. He does. He goes to the Heater and Daisy show. <laughs> I can <just> spell, actually. <laughs> All right, I'm going to watch Heater and Daisy this week. In terms of importance, I think he's almost equal to Shea Bolton because Nankervis is so banged up and gets injured so often. He's in a massive pay rise where he stays. He's talking about Marby or Chole, and it is Kane Corns. Correct. Unclassified. Well done, gentlemen. And can I just say, as a a strong follower of Richmond, Marby or had a magnificent game, but Shea Bolton's signature is much more important than Marby or's. All right, last one. That's nothing against Big Marbs. It's going well. Last one. Steph Martin will be back in the side, so then someone has to go. I think he's probably the most likely to go, unfortunately, come finals time. So that is about the Bulldogs, Stefan Martin coming back in. I reckon that could be Statement Stevens, Mark Stevens. He does everything, Bulldogs. Does. I'll say Steve-O, but who's he talking Steve-O about no going out? works in the media. Oh, he's still he's Yeah, still he's still tweets. got a couple of weeks to go, I think. He tweets. So he's talking. Got a very good footprint in the Bulldogs. But he's saying He some... used to have a, a direct access to Rodney Ead. Rodney Ead used to give him some, really? from, some stuff. Yeah, so I don't think he gets that someone's, anymore. He's saying someone's got to go out of the team, though. So who's he talking about? Um, no, I think maybe Josh Bruce. I oh. think he's talking about Jamara Hagen. He won't play finals. You would be correct, but it was Matthew Lloyd on the Sunday footy show. Right. I got half of it right. So he, got, he did. Okay, yeah. That's, that's a big call because he played. Geez, he looked must good. Must have been one he? of those times. Oh, where I'll I was, say this: his debut one of those was, times where I zoned out. This is where <laughs> this sums Brownie up his personality. When you even when you're having dinner or you're sitting here like this, he can even switch off yeah. when we're talking well, here. It's remarkable. It's yeah. why no one ever wants to sit next to him in his trip at the. He bobs up. He bobs. Is it true that the wives all chat around to their husbands and say, "Don't sit me next to Brownie when you go for your annual footy show"? He normally here. bobs up yeah. once during the entree. Do you entrees? think that would be true? Um, yes, I unequivocally. Creating some segments no, on I radio. Absolutely what he, what think he can, it's true. His other, he's got a great ability too when you're sitting around a dinner table and there'll be seven people involved in a really good conversation about something. And Nate, you'll just chip in with a topic that which is totally <laughs> the opposite. And everyone will go, Yeah. What's, what are you talking about? Yeah, you haven't quite grasped the, the, the sort of the public. 
the social, the social, social sort of etiquette. It's not, it's not social etiquette. Hey? It's not your strong social point. etiquette. Hey, I want to touch on the on the matchup that was probably going to be bigger than the final series. Richo versus Hummer. What's well, still now, happening? Now, it is still happening. COVID we is do have to. COVID it. has stopped it. So, which because you were getting very, very I nervous. Was. But I've done you a bit. I'm doing a bit of training, and you're so it's going to be a yeah. You definitely changed the tune. I'm a bit worried about you. No, I, I've told you, and I'll reiterate this. When I first said it, I said that Hummer only would only wouldn't be able to spoil one out of ten. Right? What I meant to say is he wouldn't be able to mark one out of ten. But anyway, I'll stick with it. I'll stick so that will once we're out of lockdown, once the COVID cases are down, it. I think he's definitely a monster. You. I, I don't think you realise how strong he is. I, yeah, but look, at I'm very strong. Yeah, but Hummer. he goes up against a guy like Mel Michael, who is a big boy. And He's also push nearly pushing 50. Mel Michael out of the way. Um, Prestigia Slomo used to push him out of the way as well. You can't find talent in the cornflakes. I, look, I, I agree with that, and I, I still think you'll have some of your craft. Prestigia Slomo is quicker than him, though. It's been He was actually... <laughs> um, it's been a long time since you've played footy. I oh, know. I'm a bit worried about that. I might be a bit out of form. Yep. So, soon, mate, I, I know we're getting a lot of requests. You, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you a question right now. Yeah. Okay. In, in your current state, if you trained for two months, right, yeah. and you played for an AFL club right now and you played predominantly full forward, how many goals would you kick for a season with 22 oh, games being played right now? So oh. I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a two-month lead-in. So we get to December or January. So you got the – that's a three-month lead-in. Yeah. You've got a three-month lead-in to play AFL football for a football club. Well, I, it's a 22-game season. How many goals would you kick? If I had a couple – You don't get months. injured. I'd play deep in the goal yep. square. And, and would he have to would he have to play like a modern forward or could he still play? I can play like however it. I want if I'm out there. Yeah. I would I think I could get a goal every second. I'd kick fifteen goals for the season. That that's just a lie. He he knows he thinks he would well, kick more. Well, no, because I mean, you would get I'd yeah. kick a goal a game then. I'll give myself twenty two. Just out of craft and now so <laughs> a goal a game. But so you don't you think if you played twenty two games with three months leading, you wouldn't get to fifty. No. Say you play no, on I Harris. Think, I think you would. How you play, no. say you play on Harris Andrews? I just think that how they roll up and back. I'd just I'd cheat. Yeah, if you cheat, if you correct, mm. if you cheat, you'll get a couple. Yeah. You'll, get, you'll get a couple. So of I goals. think a bit of cheating and a bit of Harris Andrews. Well, I think the way footy's touches. played right now, you'd still get fifty. I'd kick twenty-five. No, he's not kicking fifty goals. I think he would. What he's leading the Coleman. <laughs> Could be. Oh, he's a bloody good player. Twenty-five. Yeah, I understand that, but. He's coming up. He's deliberately trying to get me. Footy's to easier for a forward now than what it was, I reckon, at points of his career. There's some parts of it are harder, like rolling up and all that sort of stuff. Well, the defenders but can't get away with anything defenders anymore. Defenders cannot even touch you anymore. So you've got to get in front and you're going to get free kicks, yeah. aren't you? I reckon you'd get 50. I'm making – you're, you're, you're how, starting to talk like me He's not going to be able to lead. Hey? I can't be run, Brownie. You can't I run. I wouldn't get a kick. <laughs> Hey, uh, we're going to dive down into down to Tassie, our favourite footy league. We love keeping you guys in touch, and we love. I've, I've heard from the Rose Patriot guys; they're loving the show. Yeah, they're loving the support. They're hoping that we can get down there next year. Hopefully, yeah, they go this week. Uh, not score. too, not too great this year, uh, this week. Uh, what the, oh, no. <laughs> they didn't score. score. They didn't score, and they're playing Sprayton, who aren't even in the. Oh, I think they're just in the fourth. Thirty-eight, twenty-four, two fifty-two to Paul Rose Patriot. What's zero, the highest score? Zero, for zero. How about fourth? Just absolutely dismantling but Turner's Beach. Am I right in saying that Turner's Beach beat Rosebury Turak by 38 goals a couple yes. of weeks ago? Yes. But how <laughs> about, That's how, how bad about the Rosebury Turak are. Especially the Olvestons. Uh, East Olveston were on top can of I, West Olveston. Can I tell They've you? They've lost by 78 points. So where Turner's Beach is, no, I'm telling you, is no more than two kilometres from fourth. <laughs> 
Oh, the rivalry. We are talking a very small area here, and that's why some what? of these teams are struggling. Why did Fourth get all the good players and old Turner's beach cut? You know why? One. You know why? Because as I've pointed out before, there's a really good pub in Fourth, and there's oh, no yeah. there's and no there pub cash. in Turner's Beach. Right. Is there a beach at Turner's Beach? Yeah, there is. Uh, so have a look, but have a look at the Alvestons. West Alveston were ahead. Uh, so we're below East Alveston. They've whacked them by 78 points. Sprayton in fourth. Uh, oh, that's a great percentage, Rosemary Turek. Well done. And look at four. <laughs> Have a look at fourth. They're averaging less than five points. They're averaging about four, four and a half points a game. Poor <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rosemary Turek. We're going to get down there next year, the Rosemary Turek. Hey, Brownie, another week, another top five. Yes, yes, hum, let's go. I thought about it. Um, the most bankable players. So if you're a business out there or a massive organisation, I mean, obviously, uh, Dustin Martin sponsored by Bonds. He's sponsored by Kennedy, um, Kennedy Watches. So he's got – so I you thought, know. who are the most bankable players in the AFL? And Did clearly, you get this idea off Sam Walsh and how he's going? Uh, no, 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 no. Clearly, Dustin Martin is still number one. I Even, think he's number come, one. Do you reckon anyone any, – sorry to stop you there, interrupt. Yep. Has anyone – do you reckon there's any Richmond faithfuls that have – offered to donate a kidney to get him back. Because if you have a kidney transplant, you could come back. I don't think he needs a kidney. If he needed one, I reckon someone would. Why didn't you? Would you ever do He doesn't need one. All right, here's a question I'll put to you. Dusty Martin blows up his kidney round just before the grand final. Can you touch wood when you're saying this? Touch wood. He blows up his kidney pops. He can have a kidney transplant and be right for the grand final. I'll give him one. Would you give him one? I'll give him one. Really? It wouldn't be as good as his. You can't drink anymore. If you yeah, give up no, big your kidney. My kidneys. All the durries you used to have. I think, I don't say <laughs> Stop it. Brownie, don't say that. Only occasionally. Yeah. Hey, special occasions. Hey, all right, sorry. Birthdays and weddings. Very, very special occasions. Okay. Dustin Martin, number one. Um, Nick Natanui, I think, has just got massive appeal. One of the nice guys. And he's just got he is. Uh, an aura about him. So I think he is a bankable yeah. player. He he would earn a lot of dough in Perth, I reckon. Yep. Um, number three, and he probably used to be number one, but Lance Franklin, he's dropped down a couple of spots, yep. but still as bankable as you yeah. can get. And, and he showed it on the weekend still. Exactly. And you need... Um, you don't have to be squeaky clean to be bankable. I mean, Dustin Martin wasn't squeaky clean yeah. years ago. He's but he wasn't either. sharpened himself up, yep. but he wasn't either, um, which leads me to number four oh. because I think Max Gorn, I think, is a bankable player. The look he's got, the beard, yeah. how he handles himself in any media interview, he's quick-witted, he's funny, and there's more and more of these um, – Northcote-looking people coming out in the world like Max Gorn. Hipsters. Yeah, that's them. He actually had a... We're almost being run o- overrun by he hipsters He had a paid at the partnership on Instagram yesterday. Did he? That, is Who? it Lululemon? Lululemon. Lululemon. Is yeah. that a, a women's a No, no, brand? they do. Do they? And stuff. Yeah. yeah. Shorts and... Athletic. I think Das used to do that as well. Did he? he did the family thing with yeah. the Lululemon. Um, and then number five. Now I was tossing up. Is between fifth? A wait, is fifth the most bankable or the least out of the five? No, the least. Martin. Oh, so you've gone from top to. Well, it's just a strange way to do it. Normally go yeah. the other way. Okay. That's all right. It's fair point. Fair <laughs> point. I should have gone five to one. But number five <laughs> is Bontem Pally, and that only goes up if he wins the Brownlow Medal this year. Yeah. He so will. I've left Sam Walsh out. I think Sam Walsh is a little bit young at the moment. We don't know a lot about him, but he will be bankable. But Bontem Pally, he's got the looks, he's got the he strut, is. the body, the hair. I think he's got everything. You know Bontem what he Pally. is. He is squeaky clean and yep. he is squeaky. perfect. Yep. He is perfect to bond. Uh, Everyone that works with him says he's a magnificent He's a discount Bailey Smith either. Uh, oh, I think he'll be a rising he star. Um, Gillette. Yeah, I think he'll be a rising star in this, yeah. this era.
Hey, That's I, good. I, I agree with a lot of those. Yeah, Is I, there anyone else you can think of off the top of your head that would be bankable in the AFL right now? So obviously the other two are probably Sam Walsh and Walsh, Bailey yeah, Smith is, yeah. is one, but um, Someone in Nat Adelaide. Fife is bankable as well. Nat Fife. So we haven't, well, did Nat you have Fife anyone from Adelaide there? Who's the most bankable player in Adelaide? If you look probably at Tex, but probably Tex outside was. Tex, yeah. I mean, Port, Port Adelaide. Ollie Wines is probably the best player, but the Charlie have Dixon, one of maybe. No, you yeah. need to, the nah. bankable for me is your buddy Frank. Like the, the yeah. guys that you will, a, a neutral supporter, well, generally, go to the footy to watch. Generally, yeah. it's been the guys that kick the big bags of goals, like Buddy. Mm. We don't see enough yeah, of them anymore. Really. Yeah, but I'm more attaching your name to a, a, brand a brand or a product as well and then helping that brand become bigger, like Dusty has. I reckon if you went out and actually did a survey on what they've earned outside of footy, I reckon you'd be pretty close there. Yeah. At the moment. Hey, this is – no, I don't often say this because, you know, we – well, I do say it. Make sure you go to your so- – hey, do you guys bit mind if I rehash this top five on Triple M on Friday night? Well, you do everything. I'm short on a top right. five. You do every other You do it every time and you always put more effort into that one. Like, you know what he did? He took his – remember we did the – a few weeks yep. ago. He took that onto Triple M last yeah, week. and Channel 9. <laughs> as long as we get it first. Hey, but this is something that, Richo, I don't think you're going to take anywhere. Now, if you what are listening, if you are listening, I'm going to make sure that this is up on our socials by the time, we, like, within – by the time this is in the podcast store, this will be on our socials because this is something you have to see. Richo, before Cribs was a thing, of course, we remember MTV Cribs where they would go around yeah. to the big Good movie show. stars, Good show. Uh, you know, Flo Rider and other yeah. rappers and whatnot. Brown, have you got your crypto up, Brownie? <laughs> no. Brownie? What? That shows so you how disinterested he is. <laughs> we're in the podcast. You are sitting on your giant iPad trading crypto. No, well, I'll tell I you what, he wouldn't be making checking. any money at the moment. I was I'll just checking because I had to get a different page up for my, um, for my <laughs> oh three my best God. ones. <laughs> All right, Richo. Yes. Explain what – can you just explain this video to us? All right. And the, the double basin – in the, in the yeah, apparently that's the uh, that's the go. That's I've the got game. no idea why you'd want two basins. It's, uh, <laughs> two basins. That's apparently what you have these days. Well, I'm a bit of a fan of the double basin. I don't know why I like two basins, but and as we always say when I come to, I love tall man tall showers, man mate. Showers. Now you're, you're a big bloke. I think you'd be happy with that one then, Jim. This is the outstanding shower that we've ever had at, at home. Hasn't Sorry, the sizzle of MTV. Mate, this is a fantastic. I'm inside cool. Matthew Phoebe's place, looking over, looking at the Richmond Town Hall. Yeah, but this is nice beautiful. view of the city. And uh, they have any you get in here and you lighting guys out, come in? It was a bit, a bit dark. Jim gets in. Jim just pretending like he's showering. Who might look in here, mate? Well, I think if you go down the end of the street, there you can sort of see your head and your upper chest. So for those that are listening, that Richo's got a shower that backs onto his balcony with, and it's just in glass. Now, big thanks to Rhett Bartlett, who continually delivers just magnificent I don't content. I why you'd need two basins. So, yeah, and the, the basins. Can we just unpack so that? The basins were like those shit, those awful little, like, basins you just see at, like, public toilets with these two white. It wasn't even, like, a nice value. They were, they like, were bad basins, weren't they? I didn't chip. And, again, I, I can't explain. I know you're going to say that. I wasn't speaking properly. I don't know what was wrong with my voice back then. Well, that, so this, I'm, I'm going to say this now. Here we, let's have a look at the basins. They are the, literally the basins that you'd see in prison. Um, Richo, <laughs> you said when we saw you on a clip in, in 1994, yeah. uh, you had the, the, the Tassie twang. Yeah, I've that still got it That was shot in then. 1999. So that is, you've been in Melbourne for six years at this stage. That was only 20 years ago. I've, your voice is still exactly the same. I'm going to say this to you. Your voice right now is fake. 
No, it's not. <laughs> it is fake. It's you just... go home and you go back to your Tassies and you go back and talk like that because you haven't developed an accent. That's not true, no. Mama. <laughs> it is. That's not true. Your voice is remarkably different now. It is different. I just think I've, I've sharpened up a bit around the edges. Yeah. Oh, I, I, Do you get tired putting on the voice? Like, I, I thought it was gone. I thought my voice. puts on a voice? Yes, I think he puts on a voice and then he gets home. You think I put on a voice as well? I thought it was gone by 2000, but it obviously isn't. Your voice is just more of a you project, whereas your voice has changed completely. Like it, it's, it has. it's like a different accent. Yeah, look, I just think it took time. I thought it was gone by 2000, as I just said. I'm now going to say it was probably around 2006, 2007. You didn't exactly dress up for the clip either. Like you got Can we people have coming up. What, hey, what is that outfit you have got on? They're got, like cargos and then. Like a, like a, a full zip jumper, <laughs> which is bought from Dimmies, a, a t shirt with some type of logo on it, and then some blue, like, they're almost like denim cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> What do you what, want me to say? What are you, what, what what are you, you wearing cargo pants? I'm more worried about the sideburns, to be honest with you. Did you go to finishing school after this? Did you look at that and no, go, I, actually like, oh, I need to that. sharpen up There was a guy voice. called Michael Schilberger, I think his name yeah. was, and he had a like a – Well, he would have had a field day. He had an age. I actually went before that, so, so I don't know. you went know. to a finishing school? I, I went what, to the a little, finishing school was before you Richmond wore the denim cargo shirt? <laughs> Richmond sent me to a little sort of media training right. place, and it didn't work. No, it did not work. That's better now. You are now. Well, look. You would hope so. Yeah. Don't you talk, mate. We've got some stuff on you coming up next week. Oh, you're getting a bit uncomfortable, aren't you? Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, who can I shift the blame to? And then you I have a look at me. The vo- you forget the accent on on Channel 7 and you'll be revealed as a fraud. When you're at home with Jen sitting on the couch and the kids are going to bed, how do you speak? Just like I do now. When the right. kids see you on TV, they go, Daddy, what's wrong with your voice? You yeah. don't sound like that at home. Well, my kids, I'm not, they're never going to see that. Never well, I reckon they that. might. Hey, um, I want to play a game with you, Richo. This is called right. Brownie Bingo. Now, oh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a clip of Brownie. Now, I want you to tell me which word you think he will say more of. This is right called right. Brownie Bingo. Will it be one, demo? Will it be two, research? Or will it be three, value? So this would be access all areas then? Uh, is it? Yeah, something right. else. Can Mac, I yes. answer as well? No. No, you're this out. Is, you're this is between Richo and I. You focus on my cargoes and sideburns, <laughs> all right? Demo, research or value? Which right word up. will he hit bang, bingo first? Well, have you given an answer? Uh, I, reckon he'll go, I reckon he'll go with research first. Yes. All right, research. I reckon too. <laughs> Let's have a listen. names, Brownie, in the midfield racking up huge numbers. There is, Damo. And a lot of people say, where's the value in football? Because oh. you saw the Cats, I think they were $1.20 the other night. So uh, research. in there with Petrarca, Oliver, if they played Melbourne. So his average is $3.42. He's shirt. done it eight times this year. So some really good value. The other two no, who have done it the most have been Tom Mitchell next. and also Jack McRae. You're well in front at $3.42. So that's a little bit of value in the disposal market. Now this is what I want to talk about. If you do your research, Damo, and I know you love oh, your research. Go. This is the Sydney Swans last five games. This is the total yesterday. So the first quarter came out at 46. So if you do the research, Damo, it was always going to be the high scoring first quarter. Value at $3.75. They dropped off after that. So just a little bit of uh, research for you. Technology you're putting around those midfielders. Yes, it is. Thank you, Nathan. And thanks as always to you and your friends there at Sportsbet. Got seven Damo's. That was good. Is that uh, your segment again? Uh, Tommy no. Medellia? No, that, that, I think it was Nat John. Oh, uh, he, he comes up with some good ideas, John. The, the back house, now, the, the back of house at Richard Brown and Hummer is just in stellar form at the moment. They are. They're coming up they with are. So we've got another – we're going to get – now, 
We know you bought a T-shirt to the table last week, uh, Hum, that you really... Is it, was this... No. This is, this is your T-shirt. You got a new T-shirt and you've been wearing it quite often. This you know? is stonewash. This is, well, we don't know. Is it today? Is it? What, is it? It's interesting. I think oh. they call it stonewash. <laughs> Where did you get that from, Danny? <laughs> it's not a great T, is it? I'm battling. I, I'm done from two to start the show. Is you that know an acid not, wash T-shirt? It is acid No, it's wash. not an It's called stonewash. Is that one of them ones where you get hot and it lights up <laughs> in different colours? Hyper colour. <laughs> so what is it, mate? Is it acid wash? Is no, it tie-dye or is it hyper-colour? It's stonewash. Stonewash. I, it belongs I like in that the T-shirt bin, as well. Like I, I, It's just one of my favourite T-shirts. Just like my car goes in that clip Is it really 99. that bad? It's time to go. We time gave some really good feedback to our fitness coach, Warren Coford, at Richmond. He was um, now at West Coast, premiership yeah. fitness coach. We were over in New York. And he bought these diesel shoes. $600. And they were green. They were these army, ugly shoes. And we gave it to him so much that we were walking down the street in New York. He took them off in the street, put them in the bin, bin, went in and bought another pair. So we think you should shelve it. All right. Because I do like that T-shirt. I I sort of like the the scoop neck, but it's gone. That one you got on today is... It's better. Yeah, it's better. better. A peach peach shirt. Hey, but I... Well, I didn't know that was coming, but here is another one. Uh, I'm not the only one to infract on the shirt front. Brownie, you did an integration Saturday night. My phone blew up. Now, can we just have a look at the photo on... (laughs) A photo on... It's Brownie wearing a shirt. I assume it's another Parisi one. It's a lovely shirt. Lovely shirt. Don't get, don't get me wrong. If Parisi yep. and Sons want to send me a shirt, I'll, but if I'll you wear one. But if you Brownie, can... if you open it, if you wear a new shirt, you have mm. to iron it first. That is the most <laughs> pronounced <laughs> crease in a shirt I have ever seen. Okay. Mate, so you're better than that, mate. I, I didn't <laughs> realise it how bad it was until it came up on camera. So you put it on, you look at it and you go, there's a slight line. I reckon it's okay. You're laying a plane now. Okay, so I wore that shirt in here last week on Thursday. We record for an hour and a half. Any danger at any point in that hour and a half, you could have said anything because you're looking at me for an hour and a half. And the great people that you just spoke about in the back room, for two and a half hours I was recording, any chance they could have said something, hey, Brownie, maybe go down and iron your shirt. There's an iron downstairs. Nobody said a word. You didn't say a word. And then everybody on Twitter starts giving it to me for my shirts. It's a Parisi number. You know why we didn't? Oh, don't throw this. Because we wanted to use it on this week's podcast. (laughs) I think you did iron it, though. You ironed the crease onto it. That's how (laughs) pronounced it was. I can't. It was magnificent. My phone, I wasn't, I didn't look at my phone. I looked at uh, six different WhatsApps had blown up. Even my even my wife, we, were, we saw that integration come on. She said, gee, Brownie could have ironed his shirt there. Did you not, th- mm. do you understand you do have to iron them when they're new? Um, no, I, I made a mistake. I did. I must admit. <laughs> I do so many integrations. Sometimes you bought the brand of disrepute. But the bet I gave everyone last week of Archie Perkins, anytime goal scorer, oh, go. I oh, sung it God. from the treetops. Every integration What's last week was Archie Perkins, anytime goal scorer, $2.50. Now, Stringer was $1.07, $1.07 for Hooker research. and Tip and Woody. Archie Perkins kicked the goal at the 10-minute mark. The bet was done. You know how I many people filled up last week? Congratulations to everybody and thanks why, me. Why would he do that? I, I don't understand because you've, you've caused the brand irreparable damage. Did you get pulled up for that shirt? Has someone higher up said, Brownie, don't do that No, again, they mate. haven't. Oh, I, no. Not be coming. I rang Pato, who's my boss during the week. Yeah. Where is Pato? Hasn't rang me back yet. I haven't seen him for about uh, two yeah. months. Hey, hey, Pato, you know how you, you come across blokes in the office that, that seem to have 
infinite annual leave. Mm. Like they just keeps they're always on annual leave, and then they keep going. What well, Michael Wall used to be doing the same. So this is Adam and Patterson, who was number twenty six at the Tigers, now got our taken in that amazing draft with Deledio, and I think he was taken pick twenty. He was, he was meant to be 20. this superstar ruckman. He came, he's about one hundred and ninety two centimeters. He did, did his best work at Box Hill, old Pato. But uh, yeah, he's always on annual leave, and then you chat to him. He goes, oh, "I've got so much leave, I need to burn it up." Yeah. But how? <laughs> so there's some creative bookkeeping going on there. All right, Richo, what's doing your head in? And it's doing my f***ing head in. <laughs> now, we had a draw last Saturday night, didn't we? Melbourne no, we didn't. Thank God we've sat Clarkson, <clears throat> yeah. hey? Melbourne and Hawthorne. How good were the Hawks? Some good young players out Half there. Half the side out against had the seven Premiership favourites. We draw and we're still getting rid of Seven Clark, players though. under 10 games out there. And, of course, after the game, Nathan, we have what maybe one draw a year, two draws a year and at two the most. This year. So, yeah, two this year, but it's normally one or two. So every year we have the same old chestnut that, come is up. Is that correct or did you just make that up? I think I looked it up. I, <laughs> I feel reckon, like I did look it up. No, you wouldn't have looked it. You no, made it up. No. But it's I reckon there's been a season without no, a draw. I honestly don't think there has been. So we have draws every year and the old, out, the old chestnut. Well, you keep interrupting me. That's what you do. <laughs> you gonna, interrupt and you don't. I've got to get out of here. So we have a draw and the old chestnut comes up. We we don't we need to get a result. We don't get a result. Simon Goodwin said it. M- multiple people said you you suggested penalty shootouts a few weeks ago. <clears throat> we do get a result. You get two points. Now that two points may be the difference between Melbourne finishing top. These are a boring. They may sometimes. miss the top four. Mate, it's part. Why do we want to change the game all the time? I'm not boring. You get a we result. Need, we need a result. I reckon there is Hawthorne no result. Hummer, were you half happy with that result? You got two points. Absolutely. You nearly but that's beat because we're at the bottom of the ladder against the, the Premiership. And see, and people go back to but soccer. You'd love the four points, though, wouldn't you? You'd love to no, see. we would have lost. Luke Bruce kicking from 40 metres out. And and people go to the Euros and say, oh, how exciting was the penalty shootout? Soccer has more draws than any sport. They only go to the shootout in the knockout finals in the Euros and the World Cup. The draws part of the game. Get over yeah. it. It's doing my head in. Mm. And it's never going to change. You're one of them, You're mate. boring. You're one of those people who want to change the game. Get some excitement in your life. Leave the game alone, Nathan. Get some Nathan. excitement. You're Leave gonna, the you, game you, alone. You're going you're to be one of these 80-year-old people that go, oh, the game was better way back then. You know, young people of hey, today, they so, listen to bad hey, music. So listen to this, right? You've just contradicted yourself because the other, <laughs> the other night I got a picture from Nathan sitting at home on his couch with his laptop watching a Richmond Bulldogs game from 2001, <laughs> right, where he had – I give him this. He had 28 and kicked four, and you know what his quote was underneath? Gee, footy was better back oh. then. <laughs> <laughs> you shot yourself in the foot, mate. All right, confession time in the Nuffy Jar. Did right. you did you text me that? Yes, I did. Yep. <laughs> did. All right, hands up. Just I want a show of hands here. Let's be honest. Who thinks that they perhaps might be featuring the Nuffy Jar this week? <laughs> All right, Richo, you're the first one off the cab of the rake because Julian DeStoop tweeted, is it really necessary to lock down the whole state? We love Julian DeStoop, good friend of ours. And Richo says, no. And then David White, who is actually a good friend of the show, um, yes, Whitey. because midnight half of Melbourne will be in the regions previous to lockdowns, blah, blah, blah. So, Richo, you've said no, we don't need to lock down the yeah. state. Yeah. Someone said, miss seeing your health or, I can't even say that word, epidemiology degree during your stellar footy career, Richo. Come on, man. Until we're mostly vaccinated as a population, lockdowns are the only tool that slows the thing down. And then you've said Mildura, Which, question mark. So at that point, Mildura had not had a 
case since lockdown. Well, you are the How curse. That age for you? Because a day later, seriously, a, a day, day later, Premier Daniel Andrews confirmed there's a COVID case in Mildura at 500 o'clock. You've got to stay out of that sort of stuff, mate. Can you admit that stiff? <laughs> How stiff is You're that? You're the Grim Reaper from Mildura. They should blame you for their lockdown. I've learned a lesson. I'm not touching coronavirus anymore. How good mate Mark Elvey's shattered that there's cases up in Mildura. I you admit, could have picked anywhere I in the state. There's one regional town that's got I'm it. I'm staying away from You should have said Owen or Hopeton oh, just no. around Mildura. Now, Brandy, you're not big on Twitter. No, nah, I'm you're not. not. You do, Some you, things annoy me, though, You hum. do a lot of your uh, infraction on Instagram and whatnot, but you have fired up. So Sam McClure, who, again, is a very good friend of the show. Yeah. We're, we're yep. great, great mates with Sam. He's, he says that he's lucky enough to have a stable job. He doesn't live by himself, doesn't own his own business. And then a bloke called Wes, who's I got... I wasn't a bad tweet. He's, he's got Wes, uh, who's good. got Van Gerwen, the, the darts player, as his, uh, as his profile. F and shit at that job you do, though. See, why, why would you do that? Why like, Sam's just written a nice thing out there. Sometimes Sam uh, uh, tweets some f- strange stuff about what he's having for breakfast, but that was a good tweet. Yep. It was about, you know, trying to get everybody together. So and justifying uh, your response there? Well, I just don't understand why Wes has gone through with that. So but, I think mine is justified. No, it's just a clip to say, Wes, get back a, in your box. Take a bit of your own medicine. Why would you get involved with that, Nuffy? Because I'm looking after Sam. Because I don't think enough people look after Sam. Everybody loves a pile on and Sam's an easy target. And we pile on Sam, but we're his mates. We're allowed to. So I just thought I'd give him a a little bit of a backup. That was a nuffy. That was a nuffy. That's an entry. And unfortunately, you've got another one. Oh, he's gone again, has he, Nate? Homeschooling is not doing our kids any favours, says Brad Hodge, the which, former Australian Which cooker, a lot of people agree Daniel Andrews MP. And then Jonathan Momsen, if we want advice on hitting blokes into the car park, we'll come to you. For education and health matters, we'll refer to teachers or doctors. Which, to be honest, I don't mind that response. No, that is a stupid why response. Why can't Hodgie say that? Exactly. You're not allowed to have an opinion. So, Jonathan, He's homeschooling his own kids. like I've said, I hope you don't have, ever have opinions outside of your field. Now, I could say a lot of things about Jonathan, but I was respectful. If- I'm not going to have a crack at him <laughs> About what he just does, and Nathan become just a yeah, he was of discriminating against Brad Hodge just because Brad Hodge played cricket. He's not allowed to have no, I, an that opinion. Is a, that is an issue that we have in our people society don't at like, the moment. Know what people don't like at the moment? Footballers, cricketers, athletes having an opinion on this coronavirus epidemic. And this is the problem that Twitter, Twitter is a cesspool. It's As a, a whole, Twitter is a cesspool. I'm yeah, going to get off, I think. But I think there's too many people who are happy to be locked down, who are happy to stay at home, who are, are. I think there are people that who are. Paid no matter what, and they're quite comfortable to be at home. Whereas most of us want to get back out into the world to get the economy going, to get this country going again. I think we're Put, falling behind the rest of the world. Putting all that aside, which is a good point. That was a nuffy tweet. Yes. A nuffy tweet. <laughs> all right, we're going to give some awards out next. Get it out there, No, I was just thinking, did I, did I miss the red-haired team of the century? No, nah, we're doing... We're, oh, we're doing it next week. Mm. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was, I was caught in a panic when I skipped it. All right, we're giving some awards <laughs> out. You know how this works. Three votes in the, for the bad go the Hummers, the good votes go the Richos. Richo, your all Richos right. first. The Richos, all right. I've given, uh, I've given Port Adelaide as a whole one vote. They've come across here last week. And, Nate, this is a whole forward line, right? Yes, Butters, no, Rosie, Motlop, Grey, Fantasia. Yep, I agree. 
That is all of your, your sizzle and all of your spark gone. I haven't gone. got them in my votes, That's but I was right. thinking that maybe I should now. That's it's a good a one. One to Port Adelaide. St Kilda should have won that game at home with all of those players out of the forward line. Two to Jack Rewalt, six goals in his 300th game. How flat would he have been? He would have had all his family and friends at the G. There was a lot planned that night. Yep. Game gets moved to Metricon the day before. He goes up there and kicks six goals. They beat Brisbane in an upset win. Well done, Jack. And the man we've talked about already today, the superstar Sam Walsh, 39, kicked that goal, 15 contested. I feel like I'm giving Sam Walsh votes all the time. So I left him out this week because yeah. I wanted to have a look at some other people. And That's all right. Big two-metre Peter Wright for one vote at the oh, Bombers. He Hasn't good. he been good? Yeah. 20 disposals as a big man, kicked three goals. I reckon two-metre Peter's found his feet at the Bombers. You know what? If he, You know what I reckon he lacks, Brownie? Actual belief in himself. Yeah. If he believed and started getting to more contests, he could do anything, Peter. Two votes um, and Jack Rowell did play well, but I gave it to Toby Nankervis. When Toby Dan Curvis plays, Richmond are such a better side. He was yeah. brilliant, big dank. And three votes to Jamie Cripps from the West Coast Eagles. Yeah. Five goals too. So he had seven shots at goal. Not only that, for a half forward, he had 25 disposals. Not often these days you see 25 and someone kicking five. So I thought that was worth three. It's nearly as good as your 28 and four yeah, in nearly. 2001. Nearly. The worst? The worst. I, this is a harsh one probably, but it's just on the back of my doing my head in. Simon Goodwin said after the game, he would have preferred if we could have got a result. So he obviously doesn't like draws either. Goody, you got a result. You got two points and you're still top of the ladder. So I've given Goody one. <laughs> well, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Justin Longmuir. I reckon that game was lost in the coach's box last Thursday night and he's doing a good job, Justin Longmuir. But he allowed Geelong just to dictate that game with uncontested possessions, 137 marks, 28 inside 50. Surely he had to shut down the space for it's a while. personal this week. Yeah, well, getting very nasty. Haven't you asked for this? Mm. Yeah, that is true. I have. Haven't you asked for it's this? It's all just team. Double down on his draw thing. Hey, I'm flat. I don't – you get a result. St Kilda. Zero goals, eight from set shots. What mm. is going on with goal kicking? It's hurt them now for a couple of years. So three I have one secure. vote to the Brisbane midfield. Now, you look at that midfield and they are stacked with so many superstars. McCluggage, Lockie Neal, Daniel Rich rolls through there, Jared Lyons. Um, I don't think they fired a shot against Richmond the other night who are undermanned in that midfield. And I thought they got outworked. There was... Countless times where I saw Lockie Neal not working as hard as Dustin Martin when they were playing on each other, and I thought that they just thought the game was going to happen. So Brisbane, um, yeah. I know they've down a forward, but if they don't get that midfield mix right, I don't think they can win the yeah. premiership. Yeah. Two votes, the same as you. St Kilda's goal kicking was deployed. They should have won that game. Yeah. They should have had it sewn up or at least been three or four goals up early um, and three votes in the same vein, but I gave it to Fremantle instead of just Justin Longmuir. But, you know, you could go either way. Yeah. Didn't want to go well, personal. No. Well, I'm, I'm I don't mind going I'll personal. personal. I'll change it. I'll change it to Justin Longmuir it's then. Not, and it's nothing against Justin Longmuir, but don't yeah. you think they had to shut down those uncontested marks? If you give that yes, to Geelong, 100%. they win. Um, do we think Dan Andrews might start featuring again? I'm not going near any coronavirus or political stuff again. No. Hey, uh, I'm just trying to crack this Da Vinci code of the round. Uh, Essendon versus GWS is still not confirmed or, or where it is. I'm not sure when. Well, it's confirmed, but they don't know. Is it? The time, they don't know yet. Oh. Well, who wins that one? I haven't got odds for you. If the Bombers play like they did last week, they can't win against a better side. Um, and the Giants, with players Jeez, out. They were good early. They were good early and then... Um, they had players play the day before, so it was going to be hard to run out that game and Sydney uh, ran over the top of them. So 
Oh, it's a 50-50 one. It I is. I can't split it unless I know where it has been played. It's, well, it's been played in Queensland, so it'll be Metricon, but I just think it's the time on Sunday. They haven't worked out yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the Giants one last chance because oh. this is the last roll of the dice for them, I reckon. Uh, another game that might shape the eight, West Coast versus St Kilda, $1.43 West Coast, St Kilda, two eighty-six. West Coast in Rowan Perth. Marshall's out with the quarantine. He went to the – where did he go? The Precinct Hotel. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that so how it got done? He's out for 14 days, yeah. Jeez, it's tough, isn't it? it you don't is. want to go anywhere. 14 days for your trouble, you're sliding yeah. into have a skewy and you've got 14 days for your trouble. Yeah, West Coast, I think, there. Um, then Geelong, Richmond. Geelong, $1.37, Richmond, three fourteen. Can Richmond hold on to mm. that form? I think it's Cats, a lot closer than those. Cats have got a few out as well, haven't they? Yeah. It, Gary Rowan's out, yeah? Yes. Obviously, Jeremy Cameron. It's so a long win, but I reckon... I reckon it's close, close. Yeah. Uh, One more to look at the doggy, first versus second. The Bulldogs versus I think Melbourne. the dogs are playing better at the moment. Yeah, you can't trust Melbourne. I've said, I've been saying this for 25 before, years. Though, the demons. Yeah, I know, but this is, I mean, the Demons' form against the other top eight teams has been unbelievable. Yeah. They just seem to lose to so the So here's team. a game to figure out how much Luke Beveridge has learnt this year because Ooh. the Bulldogs played Melbourne, what was it? Ten weeks ago yeah, now, yeah. eight weeks ago, and he was clearly outcoached by Melbourne. So they had, was it Viney or Brayshaw, sit out in that wing all night and Brayshaw. block the exits, Brayshaw. similar to what Sydney did to the Bulldogs two weeks ago. So Dawson um, and Florent. how he works his way through that is going to be a big thing on this game. If he hasn't learnt, I worry about the Dogs coming into September because that's the way that other sides will play them. So I'm going to I the dogs. am going to tip the Dogs. I think that he'll plan for it. And he'll be able to combat. Are you saying Luke Beveridge is not a good coach? He was out coached twice no, this he's year. He's a good coach. Very good coach. You can have it, but you can get out coached. Night. Yeah, Justin Longmuir was a good coach, but he got out coached the other night. Okay, you're not. You got a smug sort of look. Well, I'm you. just trying to get us some PR hits. You know, I come from the PR world, and I think Nathan Brown saying that Luke Beveridge is a bad coach would get us a PR hit. He's not that's, saying that. That's not. It's <laughs> not what he said. Absolutely not what I said. <laughs> All right, hypotheticals to finish. <clears throat> Went a bit of a newsy sort of. Yeah, well, that, that is my there. day. My my day job <laughs> is to get is All to get silly hits. emails. You're right. Get, get, get hits in the in the media for this wonderful brand of ours. Uh, first one. Now I'm going to full disclosure. None of these are mine. Oh really? Okay. This first one was sent in from a listener. The rest are says she sent them through. Oh. This came in from James Smith. Now he's sent these one in before. Be Remember James Smith, the one that I said I don't think it's his real name. He sent me a picture of his driver's license. So ah, it is a legitimate name. Right. Where does he live? Uh, no, he blacked that bit out. Did he? Yeah. Smart. Smart. I mean, I don't, what am I going to do yeah. with his address? Pop down to Craigieburn and rob him. Um, <laughs> would you rather – so you're a player. Would you rather be medical subbed off halfway through You've the – actually thought about that, haven't you? If what? he did send his address about robbing him, haven't you? No, I just thought of it when you asked What would that come into your head, though? Well, what would make someone say my that? Brain, my brain works. We know. Why would, else, you, would you think that? You why else would you? It would never enter my mind. Why else would you cover Hummer a lot? Hummer is wired very differently <laughs> to what you and me. He's talking about robbing his house. No, well, I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't rob his house, so you probably don't need to cover your address. <laughs> All right. still not something you would think about saying. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why else would you cover say. your address? Identity theft, I guess. Uh. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> You peanut. Would you rather be medical subbed off halfway through the first quarter of a grand final and win by a point or subbed into a grand final in the last half of the last quarter that was already winning by 100 points? 
No, I want to be out there when the siren goes. I want to be. I want to be you out there getting it. But you've come in, so you're only playing half a quarter, I don't no matter care. what. Because you come on and you're winning by 100 points, you're probably cashing in. Yep. If you're playing forward, you're probably kicking goals. Yeah. There's a bit of me time there. Yes. You're on but the you ground when the siren the, goes. Start as the medical sub. Are you flat? Uh, you're still getting a medal, mate. Brownie, I reckon you're even flat. The few times that I finished the game on the bench with injury, you're sort of flat when the siren goes, even when you win a little yeah. bit. Because you want to be out there when the siren goes. Mm. Brownie Crow even, got subbed Brownie, out early, didn't he? We're not yeah. subbed out. We didn't have the sub back foot. then. Brownie even celebrated a draw because the siren went. So. <laughs> See, I used to love the draw. Yeah, yeah. you I'm, did. I don't like it anymore. All right, next So you saying out there when the siren goes as yes. well? Yes. Would you rather be in jail for five years or coma for ten years? A coma. No, a coma. A coma, yeah. Ten Every, years, though. I'm not. I, I, would, I wouldn't do well in jail. I no, wouldn't, you wouldn't. Uh, See, I would thrive in prison, I reckon. No, you would not. Yes, I would. See, that's a, <laughs> this is you. I would. <laughs> You'd lot, you'd this is bashed. a lie, hum. You would be no, worse than me and Brownie in jail. No way. Yeah, I, would, would. I reckon I'd do all right in prison. I'd make some good connections when I come out as well. I'd have a nice lu- lucrative business. I don't want one night in jail. A lucrative business? Well, what you would, make connections. What would your lucrative business I'll probably not something, anything legal, but you do make connections in jail. Some, <laughs> House you know, robbing. Yeah. Some of it, like, I, I, a would lot you of be tr- Andy Dufresne? A lot, <laughs> a lot of true crime. What that would, I would you come you out You make with? great connections. Some of the best, like the, the big crime bosses, during the underbelly, um, so I you're going to become a crime boss when you come out of prison. I'm just saying they, they do some of the best. I remember in underbelly, um, what's his name, Tony Mockbell said to Carl Williams in, in the show, some of the best uh, business connections I made was in the clink. <laughs> so I think I'd go all so right. You want to be a career? A career no, I'm criminal. just saying. I, 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 Ten years in a coma, you wake up, you don't know anything. You'd be you'd be weak. Good. You yeah. Whereas prison. Be nice to sleep for ten years and then just wake up and just wouldn't it? Do you, keep I always going? think this, like when I'm really tired, I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind just like a three week nap, mate. Mm. Knock me out for three weeks, wake up refreshed. But well, hope if that that happened now, hopefully coronavirus would be over when yeah. you wake up. All right, uh, last one. Would you rather travel for the rest of your life, but you can only stay in one place at, for three months, yep. or never leave the state again? Uh, travel. Nah, travel. Yeah. That's you got to relocate every three months. Yeah. I'm, well, it sounds like you've got. Disposable assets or disposable you'd be income. To, you're probably doing. Yeah, you got to work. Checks, you you got to yeah. work online. You've got you run no, like you an can't online. You, extra okay, bits okay. Yeah. You run an online and store that sells. Um, you know, you import stuff, so you got to. Is that a to have something different all the time? You sell candles, all right? Yeah, but every three months, so, so you every, keep your homeschooling. Every your kids. three months, you just get an Airbnb. You plan it each three yep. months out, and you just have a great life. Traveling. A world education they get. Yeah. Well, it'd be tough. I couldn't stay in Victoria the rest of my life. You got to get out. It's a tough time, especially at this stage when it's rainy and it's. Cold and we're locked indoors. All right, that's going to do it. Those hypotheticals. Thanks, says. I just think. Well, I think that's the way forward because I, I said I put time and effort into these hypotheticals. I think about you them. I write them down. Yes, I do. I was sitting in the shower and I'll, I'll write them in my phone notes. Good luck with but, your appointment today. Yeah, good luck. In I'll, the shower with your phone. No, no. I'll think about it in the in the shower and I'll go. He sits in the shower with his phone. He putting these in his notes. I reckon you're the person that's got like a plastic chair in your shower. You just sit in there. No, have you ever tried seeing the shower? How's yeah. this? The water gets too cold. Yeah, after a because game that, of footy. Ex- that extra distance from the shoulders to your head, because the water's always cold when you're sitting on the on the ground. That is true because yeah. my little daughter likes to sit in the shower. Turn the and heat she's up, freezing. Mate. Yeah, yeah, turn but the then if you, if you turn the heat yeah, up, then you stand up and yeah. you scold. Yeah, you burn your head off. You know, it's First true. Problems, eh? Yeah. All right, that's going to do us. Say good luck on the weekend. Stay safe. Stay indoors because the more that we comply, I know it's not easy, the quicker we can out of this. Get vaccinated if you can. Yeah. I don't know if you say that, but yeah, get vaccinated. That's going to help us get out. Good luck on the punt. Enjoy it. Most importantly, gamble responsibly.